Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up? What's up, my dirty fam? Welcome back to Dirty Devotionals, the podcast that's all about helping you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Zach here, as always, such an honor, a pleasure, a blessing to be able to spend a little bit of time with you. Hey, I want to let you know that if you are listening to this podcast, you enjoy the content, you enjoy what you're getting. Listen, I want to encourage you to leave a review. Let me know what your thoughts, let me know the impact it's had on you. Um, you can do that through iTunes. You can um, freaking hit the the five stars on Spotify, whatever it may be. Here's why that's important. Um, two things. One is it just lets me know that these devotionals are making an impact. And that means literally the world to me. It means so, so much to me um, just to know that this is helping somebody. And I think it's so cool. Um, selfishly, I think it's so awesome just to see the impact that these these our little devotionals are making literally all over the world. Secondly, it helps us get the word out. And so some of you, I know you believe in this idea that like, man, that a a messy life requires a dirty faith. Like faith cannot be clean. It can't be pretty. It can't be easy. Like it is messy. Life sucks sometimes. And man, it takes a dirty faith and a God that loves us deeply to to meet us right where we're at. And that's my goal for this. That's what I hope we accomplish in our time together. And I hope that our podcasts have done that, but by sharing it, by supporting it, by reviewing it, commenting, all those things, what we what ends up happening is more people get connected, more people get to experience this incredible God that is just so much better than anything we've ever heard before, and um, that's important. It's important for us to find that. But today we're going to be diving into today's dirty devotional, and we're going to be back in Matthew. We finished the Gospel of Taylor Swift last week, and Frick, I went on my little rant last week. And laid into, or the, during our last episode, and laid into the dude that said really stupid stuff, but um, he's still a moron, but that's okay. But I want to dive back into Matthew. Uh, we finished up Matthew chapter 7 uh, a couple weeks ago, and I want to start Matthew chapter 8 because it's really exciting. So over the past freaking month or two months, we have two months, we have been talking about uh, the Sermon on the Mount, which, as we said, is Jesus's longest sermon he does in his life. And he addresses a ton of things. I mean, he is a rapid fire going at it. It is like trying to uh, drink water from a freaking uh, fire hydrant. Like it is just, he is spitting out some good stuff. And we've spent a lot of time talking about it. And we finished that. And now we move into chapter eight where Jesus is no longer um, preaching a sermon. Now he's going on and living his life. And I think this is really important because what we see here is, does Jesus walk the walk or does he just talk the talk? Because when he's up on the mountain in front of all of these people, he's saying a lot of really incredible things. But here's what we all know to be true, is it is a way easier to give advice than to actually live the advice. I know you know that. Like, it is easy to tell a friend the right thing to do. But the moment you're in that situation, you're like, uh, you know, I'm not going to do it. And so Jesus now has finished the Sermon on the Mount, and at chapter 8, we see him begin his ministry. And so we're going to start chapter 8, Matthew chapter 8, verse 1, says this. When Jesus came down from the mountainside, large crowds followed him. A man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said, Lord, 
If you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said. Be clean. Immediately he was cleansed of his leprosy. Verse 4, then Jesus said to him, see that you don't tell anyone, but go show yourself to the priests and offer the gift Moses commanded as a testimony to them. So a couple of things in, in, these, in this really short uh, four verses. First off, Jesus comes down and but Jesus literally gets off this mountain from preaching and a dude with leprosy comes at him. Now, leprosy was obviously is obviously a very huge deal. Like you don't want to be close uh, to anyone who, who's going to have leprosy, much less touch them. And this man runs towards Jesus, believing that Jesus is the, the solution to his problems, to, that he is going to be the one that heals him, that is going to be able to make him clean. And he goes and kneels before him, a sign, an act of admiration. And he says just that, you know, Lord, if you're willing, um, you can make me clean. He doesn't ask. He doesn't say, Lord, um, if you're able, he doesn't say if you, if you can. He, he approaches with faith, knowing that Jesus has the ability to do exactly what he, he needs done. And so instead, the man with leprosy asks the better question. He doesn't say, if you can, he says, Lord, if you are willing, you can do this. And what I love is Jesus's response, because Jesus doesn't just say, I'm willing. He touches him before he heals him. He reaches out his hand and touches him in the middle of this joker's messiness, diseased-ridden body that everyone was avoiding. Jesus reaches out and touches it. And it says immediately he was cleansed. Now, before we dive into the really meat that I want to talk about in that verse, verse three, I, I want to address four. And so then Jesus says, you know, see that you don't tell anyone. Um, there's a couple of reasons why this is, you know, most people believe, um, and what I choose to believe is that Jesus is just trying to slow down the commotion. Um, as you see, as this story progressed, Jesus gets a lot of attention. And with that attention becomes a lot of jealousy, comes a lot of people coming after his life. And so at the end of the day, Jesus knows what this dude is or isn't going to do. But what he's encouraging him is, hey, don't tell anyone. Let this miracle be for you. Let me continue to do my thing so I can impact more people. But do the things that the, that Moses commanded, which was that if you, you know, as, uh, you go and offer, go, go to the priest, offer a gift. Um, in response, like basically like a, an offering to the Lord as a thank you for being cleansed. And so Jesus is keeping with the Old Testament here and encouraging this man who had leprosy to keep that commandment. But what I want to talk about today specifically is, is, this, is this conversation, verse 2 and 3. And that is the fact that this dude who had been rejected by everyone, who had been let down, abandoned, has the audacity to come up to Jesus. I mean, Jesus is like a celebrity at this point. I mean, he just had thousands of people come from all over the place to hear him preach. He has the audacity, knowing that if he gets too close and he touches Jesus, that it could be game over, that, that he could give leprosy to Jesus. But he comes and he kneels and he asks this question. He says, Lord, if you're willing, you can make me clean. And Jesus reaches out and touches him. And he says, I am willing, be clean. And a couple of things today that I just, I think we need to, I think this is important for us to talk about is one is, do we have the audacity to go to Jesus with the really jacked up parts of our life? Now, I'm not saying go to Jesus as in like, go to Jesus and be like, wow, I suck as a human being. And there, there are moments like that, but I mean, just the audacity to approach Jesus, knowing that like we're a mess, 
that life sucks sometimes, that we make bad decisions, that we get off on the wrong track. And I love that we can learn from this man's example who had a very physical mess happening to him. A very, very visible, real disease that could impact people's lives in a very massive way. And this dude ran to Jesus because he knew that Jesus had the ability to heal him. And we need to do the same thing. We need to have the reckless audacity to run to God and be honest and be like, hey, God, listen, here's where I sucked it up. Here's what's going on. Here's where I'm struggling. Here's where trauma is impacting me. To bring our mess to the divine and bring that dirtiness to the divine and say, God, like here it is. And we ask this question, Lord, if you are willing, because we approach understanding that God has full ability to do exactly what we need to be done in our life. Now, can I tell you, I want to pause there and say, sometimes God doesn't do it. Sometimes God's not, God's not going to give you the easy way out and he's not going to heal you. He's not. And that can be so frustrating. And there's these pastors that'll say, if you give money, if you freaking touch a sweat rag that you're going to get healed. And it's just not the case. Sometimes God's purposes are bigger than that. And it could very easily in any other story, we could find a a man with leprosy who doesn't get healed. But here's what I can tell you is this man wouldn't have been healed if he didn't at least show up and try. So today, maybe you just need to try. Maybe you need to, with humility and desperation, approach God and say, God, I'm in a mess and I don't know if you can or uh, I don't know if you're willing but God, if, you, if you're willing, can you just help me get out of it? And it's that kind of audacity that opens the door for miracles to happen in our life. Now, will they happen all the time? Again, no, but they can. The point is we try. The point is we trust God, whether he provides um, the miracle or doesn't. At the end of the day, he provides relationship, and that's why it's important. And I love in this, in this moment, in this story, that Jesus reaches out and touches him. And I think that's the most powerful part of the story. Isn't it even the miracle? It's the fact that Jesus didn't have a problem stepping in to the messiness. Because so many of us, we grew up in a church where we believe that messiness couldn't coexist with God. And, and Jesus here is like, he, he, he not only accepts it, he like embraces it. He didn't heal the dude and then touch him. He touches the man before he's healed. And there's just so much beauty in that, knowing that when we come to God with our messes, when we come to God with with our, our reckless parts of our lives and the dirty parts of our lives, that Jesus isn't intimidated, that God's not afraid of. In fact, that God will embrace us in our mess and love us. And today, I just that's the other thing I need you to know. I need you to know that God loves you. Like, not that cliche love that you grew up, but seriously, he's, he's, He loves you. And you may be a mess, but that does not intimidate God. God is, God is not scared of your mess. He loves you way more than he is concerned with whatever situation you're in. And today, I just want to encourage you that maybe you need to take a shot and you just need to go to God and say, God, here's my mess. If you're willing, help me out. And maybe today can be the start of a better journey for you. Maybe a correcting, a correction in your path, put you on a better trajectory. And I'm cheering you on. But today, I hope you know that God's willing. And he loves you so much. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for today. Thank you for our dirty devotionals together. Lord, I pray for every person listening to this. God, that they would connect with you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord, for your divinity meeting us in our dirtiness, Lord. It's just, it's such a beautiful story, Lord. And I love that we get to see that here with this man with leprosy. Um, Lord, I pray that you would heal us in the way that you healed him. Um, But Lord, if not, we ask for your presence and your strength to keep going and to keep fighting. 
And Lord, we thank you for that. And we love you and we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.